0: Hi, and welcome to The Greatness Addict, conversations to inspire you to be great. And these conversations are short and they're with interesting, amazing, powerfully productive people, people who are entrepreneurs, people who have faced some kind of unbelievable hardship, Who have competed and won regardless people who have faced evil but chose a new path for themselves these are ambitious people this podcast is about their lives i know you'll come away finding morsels of wisdom that you can apply in your own life welcome to the greatness addict you know that iconic yellow dress that kate hudson wore for the movie how to lose a guy in 10 days with matthew mcconaughey well that dress was designed by my guest today, Dina bar What makes Dina a greatness addict is that she never stopped believing in her ability to succeed. She had an unshakable belief in herself, no matter what, and she's been through a lot. Whether it's the death of her only child at 34, or the loss of all of her money three times, whether it was her cancer, whether it was growing up poor, she Wants to look in the eyes of every woman and tell them, get up, get up. You can do it because I did it. You
1: got to believe in yourself.
0: In the end, Dina bar ended up being a very well-known fashion designer in Hollywood.
1: And my teacher told me, you know, when I was 11 years old, that she told you're going to be a huge designer. The world will know you. You just don't know it yet. And so she put that bug in my head. I said, why would I be a big designer? She said, because God blessed you with a lot of talent.
0: From Ramla to Beverly Hills doesn't mean a lot, not from Israel. So let me say it a different way. From Newark to Beverly Hills, Dina, you've had an incredibly tumultuous life. Your parents were Auschwitz Holocaust survivors. You grew up in a refugee camp in Germany, and at the age of four, you moved to Israel. Fast forward, you became a very, very well-known fashion designer after going through hardships, three failed marriages, the loss of your only child, losing all your money, starting all over again. How did you keep going? Three times. (laughs) Three times what?
1: Started over again. I was a very creative designer, but I was nothing to do with the business and people saw that weakness in me and they abused it. Everybody wanted to do business with me. They wanted to steal my ideas
0: and then they were done. It
1: took a few years to learn and then it was over.
0: What was the lesson that you had to learn about business?
1: I just like to create, and I learned that if I'm not going to, and learning uh, business, and learning numbers, and learning how to negotiate, and learning how to have a, a say about things that I have no way in life just with creativity to make it about designing, about marketing, about selling. It's like a lot of areas that you need to tighten
0: up to make it happen. Your secret sauce was your talent in sewing. Yeah, I was
1: super talented and that helped me always to start over because everybody believed in my abilities and I had to start over and learn to get smarter in business little by little and once I got down the business path and my ability, I shined like a star. But it didn't happen before.
0: Who were the people that
1: took advantage of you? There were people from the industry. Now, when you go to a show, you display everything you make. So mostly everybody in the show they knows what the other person is doing too. Because we walk around, we look at what everybody is. And I was always very unique and very different. I never copied. I was an original So, of course, everybody came to copy me.
0: You had a certain way of designing on a diagonal? Call it on the bias. You designed the yellow dress that Kate Hudson wore for the movie How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days.
1: That was the beginning, the big start for me. That was the break. And from that point on, Hollywood came knocking on my door.
0: That's amazing, from a young girl from Ramla.
1: It was huge success, huge. Everybody wanted it. People came from Australia to buy for their daughters for prom the yellow dress. From in New York, from New Zealand. You won't believe where people came from to buy this yellow dress. Launched my Hollywood. There was a great, then came Victoria Beckham, then came P. People, then came all the Desperate Housewives, and then came American Idol, Catherine McPhee. Besides that, I was selling stores all over the world. You know, I was busy in my own career.
0: Let's just go back a little bit. You grew up very poor in Israel. How did you build your career from Ramle, Israel to Beverly Hills? What was the path?
1: When I was 11 years old, I already knew I was going to be a fashion designer.
0: In school, they came in and
1: taught us all about sewing. So you learned a little bit of patterns, embroidery, crochet, sewing, sewing. Any kind of stitch. In school, I was really brilliant in that class. Wow. She saw what I didn't know, okay? I was a kid. When I graduated eighth grade, my mom came and to decide what school I'm going to continue. And of course, I only wanted to go to fashion school. I didn't want to go to regular high school. I'm not interested in regular studies. I want to go be where I want to be. And my mom fought me very hard. She didn't want me to do that. She never saw above a sewing woman. I said, no, mom, I'm going to invent styles. You're going to be a sewing lady and sit on the machine all your life. And she didn't get it. So I mean, my mom had a huge fallout. At 14 and a half, I left my home and I went and became a hairdresser. Why did I pick being a hairdresser? Because I figured that after six months, I can make a lot of money and then I can be whatever I want to be. And my mom cannot tell me what not to be. So I did the course. I was number one in the course. I stayed teaching in school. And then I had... After school, the second half of the day, I went to work in a hair salon. As a kid, I made more money than my dad. I got married at 15 with my first boyfriend. I was a mom at 16. and My life took a whole different turn. Nine years of a very difficult marriage. My parents left to the States and my dream was to go to the States now and I want to go to the States and become the fashion designer. So my fashion design bug never left me.
0: Your 16-year-old mother in a bad marriage. You got yourself and your husband to California.
1: And so I was left in a bad marriage all alone with a baby, and I'm myself a baby. So that's how the picture kind of looked. Very grim. Convinced my husband, we went to America. He couldn't stand America. We divorced, and he went back. And then I met this man that allowed me to go and do and make my career happen. He put out all the money and he put out everything and showed me the rope. The first creation that I did was like from uh, suede, feathers and very Indian looking kind of with beads, very cool, all handwork. And that top sold $1 million in 1975. That's like having today $15 million. I accelerated to do suits and pants and skirts and shirts and everything. in a very successful running to Europe, buying the fabric. Everybody got to know me already on Sportswear. But when the disaster happened and I lost my daughter, my one and only daughter, I really didn't find anything anymore in my business, making money. For who am I doing that? She's not here anymore. It kind of was like, for what? Every night I would come home and cry. I couldn't understand why I got that that hand dealt that I lose my only one daughter. And then in a battle, two months later, it was like an awakening. I was in the backyard screaming to God, why is it why is it done there? And suddenly my daughter reveals to me and kind of like I was very quiet. Something happened with the energy. I came out and I said, okay, Orna, you want me to do dresses. That's what you wanted all your life. And I didn't do it. So maybe now is the time to do dresses. You're going to work from up there and I'll work down here. And we're both going to do what you wanted to do because otherwise I have no use for this the whole thing at all. And I came into my business. From now on, we're starting to do dresses. We are completely going to fade out of this business. Millions of dollars. I decided no more. The first line of dresses, I already knew my daughter is doing her job from up there. Perry Sultan came to, the, to model it, and we made a huge catalog and a PR on it. And then the third thing that came was the yellow dress. And that's how it evolved.
0: The more important point to me is that you never gave up.
1: This is all about the book you got to believe in yourself. I believed in myself. Whatever the hardship I had, I didn't really pay much attention to it because I knew and I talked myself into it. I will make it. I can make it and I will do it. I want it. I want it. I'm going to do it. And that was it. Good or bad, I made it. Didn't ever give
0: up. You have faced the loss of your only child, three divorces. You faced several rounds of cancer. You faced losing All your money three times from people who swindled you. And yet, here you are today talking about how you never gave up. It's easy to give up. You had some deep driver inside of you that kept you going. I still have
1: it. And I'm still going to do the movie on the book. I still am going to get that movie done. Because I'm going to do everything I really want it.
0: You are a strong personality. I think that might be part of your secret sauce.
1: Because if you are not strong and you break and you... Like when I was told 2019, I have stage four lung cancer. What does everybody else... The worst, right? My knees buckled. My husband started crying. And I looked at the doctor. I said, doctor, this is not my disease. It's not going to take me anywhere. I'm going to win it. He said, how are you going to win it? I said, because I still have so much to do and God will grant me the time. And you were right. And he granted me the time.
0: I love your focus on never giving up and reinventing yourself.
1: Never give up on yourself. You are the most important thing. God gave you one life. You can have 10 children. You can have siblings. You can have everything. But you are the focus. You are always to be the focus. Says in the Bible, do you know what that means? Tell me. It means if it's not me for me, who is there?
0: I understand what you're saying. Your attitude and the way you live your life is super inspiring and very unusual because most people, they go with the herd. The doctor gives you bad news, you plan for the worst. You lose all your money, okay, try something else. But you never gave up, you had a lot of challenges.
1: I knew I was going to beat cancer. There was no doubt in my mind. And I beat it. Clearly, I beat it because here I am.
0: I look forward to seeing your movie.
1: Forward to make it.
0: (laughs) I have no doubt you will. You're a woman on a mission.
1: I'm on a mission to be useful in this world. And I want to leave a legacy. The legacy is so important to me. I mean, when people read my book, if you would see all the reviews that I get, to cry. I mean, I'm so excited.
0: Tell me the name of your book. To
1: Design Your Dream.
0: What is your legacy?
1: My legacy is from a very young girl to a very old woman. When you believe in yourself and you think positive
0: and you always look at
1: the light, not at the darkness,
0: you win. Amazing legacy. I'm excited to see what your next chapter is. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast, The Greatness Attic: Conversations to inspire you to be great in your life. I hope you can share this with a friend. See you next time. I'm Jennifer Weissman.